Thank you so much for joining me today. I am Yetunde and I talk to people about their journey into tech. Hello, my name is Yetunde Shola Debayo and I'm a front-end developer. This podcast is called Noob Talks Tech because I consider myself new to tech. I, I still have so much more to learn. So this podcast is going to be me talking to people new in tech and also a few experienced people to talk about how they got into tech, get their advice on certain situations, and also have a fun conversation that everybody can learn from. I'm going to be releasing it every Monday at 2 p.m. Central Time, and it's going to be on average... Um, 30 30 minutes, maybe a bit shorter or longer. This episode is going to be short because I'm just speaking to myself. So, why did I decide to podcast? You're probably wondering why you're listening to this podcast and why somebody came up with a podcast for the millionth time. Well, I saw it microphone for six dollars on fat kid deals and i said why not this seems interesting i've always wanted to talk about myself and talk to other people also i wanted to talk document my tech journey and also help document other newbies tech journey that in a way that can help other newbies start on their journey to be honest i was a bit hesitant to podcast because I've been sitting on this idea for a few months. I was nervous because I didn't want people to make fun of my voice because of my accent. Because uh, I had I had people make fun of my voice in high school. But I decided that it really didn't matter. So I just did it. I might also do a YouTube video in the future depending on my comfort level. We'll see. Uh, So you're probably wondering, how did I get into tech? So the first time I ever did anything related to programming, I was in high school. I went to a boarding school, so we couldn't have laptops for the first three years. It was a six-year school. So I took a class, we had computers class every week, and I took one class and we did some HTML in it. We didn't even do CSS, it was just HTML. And I actually kind of liked it. But that was the last time I ever we ever did that in high, in my high school. And I kind of forgot about it because I had other things to worry about, like physics, chemistry and all that. So during the summer after I graduated, right before I was about to start college, I did a little bit of HTML and CSS on Tumblr, and I liked it. I was, I was intrigued, and I learned a bit about that. And when I got into college, my major was chemical engineering, but I took a computer science class in my freshman year because deep in my mind, I just knew... I kind of knew computer science was for me. I've always been drawn to it in that way. And I switched. Um, So 
nowadays I mostly focus on the front end because I like seeing my results on the screen in a few minutes of me working on like back-end de development where it's you see your results in a console log or IDE you can't really show your results to somebody else unless they have to download the program like git clone and all that so I really that's why I liked front-end but I might go back to a little bit of back-end not fully into back-end but learn more and I think I'll like it more because the last time I didn't really like how it was taught in college so through self-learning I feel like I'll learn more build more interesting projects so how do I learn? I learn best through reading and understanding a concept then watching a video to build a practical tutorial. I just learned this in the last few weeks because I used to just watch a video but I didn't understand the concept because most videos don't go through every detail. And for me, I have to understand every detail before I program because if I'm lost on one detail, it's a bit hard to it's a bit hard to continue because it's a new language. Most of the time when I'm watching a video it's to learn a new language or a new concept. Um at the very first time I was learning front end development, I used Code Academy. But I, it didn't help me that much personally because I, in Kodak, the ones I used, you didn't build it from scratch. You, it was like filling the answers. And for me, that wasn't the best because I couldn't retain that. I think it's best to um, use Kodak Academy to supplement your knowledge, but use also other resources too. And also build from your laptop instead of using their coding environments because that helps you actually to be able to build from scratch. You can be like, oh yes, I can build this on my laptop, every single detail. So how did I study? In school, I did mostly Java and C++ and I wasn't really aware of front-end development. It wasn't until somewhere in my junior year that I learned about it. And I really enjoyed it. I liked building uh, intuitive UIs, making a web page beautiful, and seeing my results in a couple of minutes or hours. But I could only study during the holiday and during summers because of how busy I was with schoolwork. During the holidays, I, I watched Udemy courses and also I used Code Academy. During one summer, because I worked at school, at the university, as a desk assistant. I used to watch Udemy courses during downtimes when there wasn't really anybody at the desk. And also I used an online IDE, a cloud IDE, so I could code. And I really, I really learned a lot during that time. The thing I found about college was that it didn't really teach me how to program. It was it taught me more about theory of programming and also computers. I, I feel like I didn't really learn how to program till I got out of school. 
And that's something I think needs to be improved in most computer science curriculums. So I've been job searching for a while. I applied to internships while I was in school, but but a lot of them said you had to have a 3.5 GPA and I didn't have that, so I just didn't really apply to that many. Also, I had to do summer school, so I couldn't technically do internships. I think that was the wrong approach for me to believe I couldn't... Um, to believe I couldn't pass, I couldn't get an internship. I'm sure people with the same experience I had probably got internships. So one advice from that situation is even if they have all these uh, high qualifications, you can still try your luck. The worst that will happen is you don't get a call back. But I did eventually get something. And my, in my senior year, I was working at a startup for a few months. It was interesting. I learned a lot, learned how a team works. But one advice I do have for new people in tech is to not work for free. No matter what, at least get something. Because if you're working for free, basically, that means they don't really value you. So at the moment, I'm freelancing. I really enjoy it. It's been interesting. I like helping my clients succeed and talking to new people. But I'm also looking to transition into a company because I want to be able to work with a team more and learn new things. So I started freelancing because I wanted to have a career regardless of how my job search was going. I wanted to help clients succeed in their businesses using a website and I just wanted to build new things. So freelancing is more than coding. You need to be comfortable with selling yourself, talking about what you do, how you're going to help this business, because they're not going to hire you just because you say, oh, I know HTML, CSS. You actually have to show your value. So I was a bit uncomfortable with that, but I feel like I've really learned a lot about that since I've been freelancing. Um, I was also uh, teaching kids to code for a few months last year, and it was really interesting, but I had to take a break from that because I had, I wanted to focus more on freelancing and also whiteboarding interviews. So I hope to get back to that in the future, maybe like during the weekends. I think that'll be really interesting. So thank you for listening to my podcast. Uh, Let me know what you think. Mention me on Twitter. Any improvements or what you liked about it.